Hello, everyone. My name is Deb, and I'm here with my dear friend, Jamie. Hello, everyone. And we are excited to talk to you guys today. And uh, we are going to talk to you about something a little bit different. And uh, usually we do um, mentoring uh, type uh, videos here at Help Club. And we just like to help people. We do. At Help Club. That's what we do. We help people at Help Club for Moms. Mm -hmm. And so today we we want to help you with the elephant in the room, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. What to do if you get COVID yep. or if your loved one does. Just yes. tips. Just some Sisterly tips. advice. We're Sisterly not doctors. Advice. We actually doctors. have a little disclaimer we're going to read in just a second. Yes. Because, you know, that's the world we live in. Exactly. But <laughs> we, okay, this is our heart behind the whole message, okay? We have this group of women I don't even know, 30 of us. Yes. 30, about 40, 30, 30, 30, 40. 30 of us. And we have a texting group. And when someone gets COVID, mm-hmm. they send out a text yep. and they're like, well, what do I do? Or right. our family member has COVID. What do I do? Yes. And I started thinking about you guys. And uh, the last uh, video I did, I have a, um, a mentoring uh, Zoom group that I do. And I asked all my moms there and I was shocked that none of them had had COVID. Hi, Nikki, except Nikki has had it now and she's in the <laughs> UK and uh, she's doing great. Um, so I was shocked that everybody I know has had it where yes. we live. Yes. I don't know why. We're, I don't know. I don't know. But we just have. <laughs> we have. Like, We've had it. Yeah. Yeah. Most everybody's had it where we live. And I was surprised that the people overseas that I talked to hadn't had it yet. Mm-hmm. And the people in other parts of the country hadn't had it yet. And so I thought, wow, I guess everybody doesn't have it yet. Isn't that weird? You just go from like your little world, right? Right. So anyway, I started thinking, well, what if we did a little video that just talks to if you've maybe not had it yet, or if you're in the middle of it, because supposedly we're in a big surge right Right. now, right? I do know a lot of people that have it right now. Me too. And I was bringing a meal to a girl the other day and I was about to walk in the door and she goes, oh, wait, you probably don't want to go. And I forgot that she had COVID. Oh yeah. yeah. (laughs) But she also had a death of a family member. And so we've been bringing meals to people, you know, we just, we're just providing resources. We're sisters. And so anyway, we're not doctors. And we do want to say we are very sorry. We know a lot of people who have lost loved ones. Yes. And so we really want to be sensitive to anyone here that has lost a loved one. Mm-hmm. So we are very, very sorry. Yes. And uh, that's yes. heartbreaking. The one girl that I brought a meal to that has COVID right now has a family member that uh, is died from it. And so, yes. Anyway, we do take it seriously. We do take it seriously, but we want to provide some some information that maybe isn't actually easy to access of of what you can do. Yeah, as a as a mom, as a friend for anybody you know or yourself that has COVID. That's so. great. Okay, read our medical yes. disclaimer. Okay, here's our medical. we're going to read our medical yes. disclaimer. We're going to read living in the real world. Yes, medical disclaimer. And you guys say hi. Yeah, and uh, just come hi. on and say hi. And if you've had COVID, you could say hi. You could even say something that's helped you. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes. And uh, yeah. Okay, so this discussion was created for informational purposes only and has no ties to any drug company or physician. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical issue. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard on this discussion. Do you know what you sound like? Oh, like <laughs> she on TV. Like the thing at the end of the pharmacy, pharmaceutical yes, ads. Yes. It's like this may do this and this right. and this. Here's all the here's all the stuff. But we'll we'll also okay. put it in our little yes. principle. Okay. Um, now that we need to pray. 
We need to pray. pray. Okay, so we're going to pray. Hey, and share the video too. Share it with your friends because you never know. And I'm sure that it's not going to go out on social media, probably. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling it might not make it. But maybe you might have a friend that's on social media right now that uh, might need to know the information. So share it on your social media. Okay, Mm -hmm. so let's pray. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you so much that no matter what happens in our lives, you are with us. And you protect us. Mm-hmm. And Lord, I pray for every person watching the video, listening to the podcast. Thank you for those people too. People watching the live video or the recording. God, that you would heal them, that you would do miracles, that you would give them good doctors, good care. You'd keep them away from bad medicine. Mm-hmm. You would keep them away from anything that would hurt them. Mm-hmm. And Lord, that they would be wise. You would take away all fear and that you would protect them from the spirit of uh, infirmity, from sickness, from the enemy. And Lord, I pray that they would uh, be confident and peaceful, knowing that they are not alone, that you are with them. So Lord, be with every person that's watching this video that is sick with COVID or has a sick loved one. Uh, Be with them. Be especially close to them right now. Mm-hmm. And Lord, we ask that you would come into this video and just give us all wisdom as we listen and give us discernment. Uh, Holy Spirit, your job is to guide us into all truth and show us the things that are to, t- to come. And I pray protection over me and Jamie and over Help Club and over our video as well. And we just love you. And we just want to help as many people as we can. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Okay. Excellent. So I'm going to say hello. Hi, uh, Nikki and Jacqueline and April. Oh, hi from Arkansas. No COVID in Arkansas. Wow. That's amazing. Okay. I wanted to say something. Yes. Guys, the really dangerous part of COVID, one of the dangerous parts is fear. Yes. Amen. And do you guys know that? So have you ever experienced this? If you're really stressed out, say before Christmas, you're really stressed out or, or before a wedding or something and you get mm-hmm. sick, yeah. stress, you know, it yes. taxes your immune system. And Absolutely. so I just want to say, ask God to help you not to be afraid mm-hmm. because it is easy to feel afraid, especially I got it way back mm-hmm. and it I was really too, scary back then. I got it in May. Okay. And then also don't feel ashamed. Right. I think some people feel ashamed, like it's their fault. Like maybe they didn't do something right, or maybe God's punishing them, or maybe they're not as spiritual as they thought. Those are not true statements. No. And the truth is we, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. Jesus Mm -hmm. says he has overcome the world. And Mm -hmm. so we all have trouble in this world, Mm -hmm. but that spirit of fear came in with COVID and you don't want that. And so read scripture listen to, you know, follow along on the help club podcast. We have great devotional podcasts that will help. Uh, if you need prayer, uh, email us at admin at helpclubformoms.com or leave a comment here. Uh, we will pray for you. Mm-hmm. And so that I really wanted to say that. Yes. And I feel like at first lot, the Lord laid on my heart early on in just the whole season that we've been in was second, second Timothy one, seven, which says you've not received the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. And so I think, I don't know about you, Deb, but even anytime my kids get sick or somebody know, even, you know, pre-COVID, I would have a freak out moment of yeah. like, oh my gosh, what do it's I so do? It's so scary. You know, like you just, when our kids get yes, sick, I'm going to pull this yes. closer. It's okay. almost like, you know, what do I do right away? And I feel like that verse is something I continually come back to because God has given us a sound mind. And that's kind of the heartbeat behind this too, is like, there are options for you and you don't have to go to fear. Um, because like you said, it's stress. It 
it absolutely has an effect on our immune system. So to not be fearful and to feel empowered by the Holy Spirit and um, just with information of how to how to treat at home and 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 that there are options. There are if options. You're feeling sick. Okay, so I'll tell my story yes. with COVID. Yes, my husband and I. Well, my kids got it last December, which was a really. really I hate saying a relief, but like I, I'm meaning that was the big stressor. If there's someone right. in your life, it wasn't a relief. Like. But looking like hindsight thing, like you're like, okay, we've overcome it. Because once my kids and my grandkids got it, I was okay. I didn't care if I got it, but I I was just thinking, oh my gosh, what if I make my, you know, and all of us have those loved ones. Okay. Yes. And we can't be afraid of that either. But my children got it last December. My grandkids got it. They were all completely fine. My husband and I got it last May, May, 2021. We both got it. I was at an event, (laughs) fancy that. And all of 2021, I was just like, I was flying around and doing all kinds of things. I just didn't want, I I felt called by God to go to these different worship events, but I didn't get it there. Didn't get it at any of the Sean Foyt super spreaders, (laughs) but I did get it at a small event, right? All of us got it. Everybody that went to this event, but what God gave to me was a doctor in Denver that prescribed ivermectin. Mm -hmm. He gave me ivermectin. I got a steroid shot because I also have autoimmune disease Mm -hmm. uh, and the steroid shot helps with the autoimmune. It helps with, uh, Oh, it helps so much. It, I I was having like a little trouble swallowing and breathing in the uh, steroids. I, they lower your inflammation and they kind of help open things up. And so steroids, I think steroid shots, we don't get them too often. Like, right. Because they're not good for you. Yeah. But I think if you get really sick, you should Absolutely, get it. Right? right. And so I got a steroid shot. I got uh, ivermectin. My husband got ivermectin. We had Zithromax, a Z-pack and uh, steroids. And then there was this other weird thing that was like, like an antacid, which I thought was kind yes, of weird. Pepsi. Why? Did Why they did they give you antacid? I'm not sure, but I saw that on some of the other doctor's websites as far as a treatment. Yeah. So we took like that too. I just, yeah. I took from this doctor. So interesting. And, interesting. Sure. Yeah. Well, <laughs> antacid. So we were fine. My husband said it was like a head cold. I, it triggered the autoimmune disease I had. So it was a little bit more, you know, it was more serious, but I worked from home the whole time. I was busy and I wasn't afraid and I rested for like a day or two. And then I was working, I was getting stuff ready to go to this event that I had in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And so praise God. That was my experience. Yes. What about you? So I got it in April of 2021 and I was at the time I was about two months postpartum. Mm-hmm. So obviously in a text. Oh, you were you know, not getting great oh, sleep. Right. So, so I had a newborn. I wasn't getting great sleep. Um, and this is also like my heart is um, I've watched people who have gotten COVID and, and felt very fearful about spreading it to their children. I had a nursing infant at the mm-hmm. time, like very, very small baby. Um, but I knew breastfeeding was one of the best options, right? To help with her, um, her own immune system. So, uh, so I got it. Um, I actually think my kids got it first and passed it to me because my um, son who was two at the time had a fever first. He was kind of the first one and all of our kids had some level of mild symptoms. So fever, um, congestion, that kind of thing. Even our baby, our very newborn baby, two month old had some congestion, but I out of the whole family got it the worst because probably because I was was very tired. I was just in a taxed immune state. Right. And I actually did not realize that's what I had until um, some of the secondary symptoms like Oh, I can't smell or taste and things right. like that. But um, how did that feel when you lost your smell? Okay, so it's bizarre because I lost it at ten days. 
Okay. Okay. After I first started feeling okay. sick. So it was at the tail end when I was mostly feeling better. And it was so funny. I was too. Yeah. So, and I've heard people, some people get it on the, on the early end and then, yeah, we got it at the tail end. And that was when I was like, Oh, this is for sure what I thought it was. Cause I actually did, did your, not get tested. Okay. So when I lost my sense of smell, it goes pop. Yeah. It was and my nose went Really? It was weird. I don't know if it's maybe I was congested, oh, okay. and it, but at the same time I lost my, and I was smelling like, I was trying to, yes, smell that's stuff, I like, do I have that what? sense of yes. smell? And it was gone, but there's a good thing on the plus side. I can't smell bad breath anymore. Oh, <laughs> so if there's a plus, I can't smell there bad go, breath, but I can go. smell good things. I can okay. smell fragrances. I yes. can't smell body odor. So you guys have to tell me if you're with me and I ever stink. I can't smell that. That's and amazing. I can't smell bad breath. Which See, is and I got a mine, gift. I think I got my smell at like a hundred percent back at about a week. After. Oh, wow. So, okay. Um, which I've heard, I mean, we can talk about some of those things if you have lasting COVID symptoms, right? Because there are things you can do, but I, um, I was eating breakfast with my family and we were having this butter braid that my daughter had sold for a fundraiser and everybody had said this was the best flavor. And so I was eating it. And I was like, this is the most bland thing I've ever tasted. And then I was literally <laughs> like, like, wait a minute. Oh no. And I ran over to my essential oils and I was like, that's what I did. I went for the essential oils and I'm going, <laughs> it's like peppermint, right? Yeah. So you should be, and I was like, smell it now. this is okay. It. That's what I am. So, so yeah, that was kind of, um, you know, a later symptom for me. Um, I had all the like very bad head cold. I actually didn't get a headache, which a lot of people get, but I had like severe body aches. My eyes hurt. That was the weirdest thing. I had a severe eye strain pain, mm -hmm. like the muscles in my eyes hurt, the muscles in the bottom of my feet hurt. Um, I had a mild fever, but a very, very mild fever. I didn't even ever spike a high fever. Um, and then I just had a cold and it just lasted. So I was sick for like 10 days. Um, so like a flu, like a flu. And yeah. it would honestly, for me too, it would get better. And then it'd get a little worse. Yeah, and that's I, what I think it is with everybody. Yes. And part of me chalks it up too. I wasn't, was still nursing a baby in the middle, several times in the middle of the night. Like I was still, so I think it, I potentially had I been in, in more rested state could have right. gotten better sooner. Um, now, but I never went on any of the prescriptions. So I just treated okay. at home. At with, home mm -hmm. with your stuff that you're going to talk about yes. today. Yes. Okay. And then there was one other thing that I did that I actually think is super helpful. Yeah. I did a at home IV. Yes. So yes. I had someone come to my house. We have them here in Colorado. It's like a Rocky Mountain IV or they have There's wellness bar. Yeah. There's so many things that are springing up. And so yes. I got an IV and they put, um, and Michelle got an IV. She's on too. Um, I put, I got a uh, vitamin C, mm -hmm. vitamin D, vitamin B12. Right. What is that? Uh, there's an antioxidant that's really popular. They'll know what it yes. is. Like they have these packages they have a whole now, concoction whole concoctions for IVs. Mm -hmm. It was like $200. Yeah. They came to my house and I felt so much better. And I actually, even though I had the autoimmune disease, I got better uh, past the tiredness faster than my husband. Yes. Yes. Because the IV, did you get an IV? I did not. Okay. And I, you I know a lot it. of people. Yes, I do. And, and it's $200. It is. Some companies are. Some some are less. Sometimes your insurance may cover it. Or if you have an HSA, oh, you okay. can cover it through your HSA. But um, there are a lot of companies out there that will come to you. So you're you're not going mm -hmm. anywhere. And then they will give that to you. And my, I was just talking to my cousin. And she had had that as well when she had COVID. And it helped her recover more quickly. It does too. help. Okay. So, now, I want you... So we both like this guy. Yes. He's, he's a doctor, right? Yes. And he's been published in 650 
He's medical amazing. articles. Yes. 650 uh, on the period. What is that? Oh, I wanted reviewed. to write it down. The peer review. American. American thing. Medical Right. Journals. And his yes. name is Dr. Peter McCullough. Yes. I love him. Yes. So good. And go ahead and talk about the websites. Like if you guys need more information. Yes. So I, one of my goals and part of it is just my personality and gifting is to become well-researched mm-hmm. and, and things like this. So I've listen to several, I was thinking, I was like, it's probably been over 48 hours of actual like research Mm -hmm. and listening to doctors and they're all like medical professionals. So, um, cause that's valuable, right? So this Dr. Peter McCullough, he has his own website. His specific website is Budesonoid Works, which we'll talk about Budesonoid. And we'll put the links in these, in the comments. Um, and then americasfrontlinedoctors.com. Yeah. I know a lot of people that have gone to America Frontline Doctors Mm -hmm. for ivermectin. Yes. Yes. But it, they're on a long wait. It they takes forever. A, a I think wait. Michelle had an experience with that. Yes. They were on a long wait. Yeah. So they try to get to acute patients first because it's a tele- telehealth appointment. Um, but you can get on their wait list. Say you don't have COVID right now, but you would like some of these medications on hand. You can get them prophylactically. So as a preventative. So if you haven't yet, you may want to just get it to America. Yeah. So my in-laws, my mother-in-law and father-in-law are in their seventies and mm-hmm. they both have ivermectin and HCQ. Yes. Uh, and I think steroids all ready to go in case yes. they get it. They've never had it. And they've been like traveling. Yes. They've been having fun. Yes. They've been, you know, we've been praying over them. And so they're in yes. Florida now they moved yes. to Florida from Illinois. So they're in Florida. And that's now. my parents have had like the preventative. They've got a hold of all of that through, um, they actually went through pushhealth.com, which is more, I've heard of that one more too. expensive, um, for the actual appointment. And then they'll prescribe, you, you know, they'll give you a prescription. And of course, right now that's, that's the, the other issue, right. Is finding a, a pharmacy that will fulfill that for you. But right. if you're in Colorado Springs, you can message me. I know one, I think, you know, the same one. Um, there's a couple locally that will fulfill it for you, but there's also options of, um, online pharmacies that will fill it for you. So, um, we can put that too, yeah, but it's it is more expensive, expensive. <laughs> but, but if you, if you know, how much do you spend? Like it, right. It, I mean, it is expensive, but just get it. When I got right. it, do you know how much my ivermectin was? How much was $10? Oh my gosh. And I got it at Walgreens. Oh my gosh. See, yeah. see back in May. Yes. $10. Yes. But then I have a friend who her husband was on oxygen and the hospital would not give them ivermectin. She got it through this other place and they paid $600 for it. Yes. But as soon as he was put on ivermectin, he was better like that. Yes. So that's She's a, a friend of mine. That's where you can, yeah. there's just options. So hopefully, and we know the options where we live because we've gotten kind of savvy with our local And we're resources. texting people. Like yes. we're texting people. Yes. We're encouraging each other right now. We're helping each yes. other. We're not doctors. Remember we said that earlier. Doctors. Okay. What's we'll next? From- experience. So, um, and then I just wanted to throw out there, um, Daystar Christian Network has had all of these doctors on to discuss protocols and the research they have. Um, and so I've just watched a lot of their videos and their guests on there because it's been really helpful for my own information. That's where I first saw Dr. Peter McCullough. Um, Dr. Zelenko has been on there and he's got different protocols. And then Dr. Simone Gold, who is one of the spokesperson for America's Frontline Doctors has also been in there to, to empower people so they don't live in fear. So, so yeah, those are some of the resources and we can post some of those links. Um, My Free Doctor is one I was telling Deb that is, um, I first heard about them on myfreedoctor.com. Myfreedoctor.com. I first heard about them on Daystar as well. Their website is under construction. I think they're trying to reformat so they can help patients more quickly, but their whole goal is free telehealth appointments. So you're only paying for the prescription. Nice. And so, um, and I can't remember what, what doctor, um, 
headed that one up. I've watched a lot of them, but he, myfreedoctor.com, when it becomes live again, right now, you'll go to the website and it'll say, we're working on updating your website, but they are another option for getting a hold of a prescription should you need it. Should you need it. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. What did Michelle say? Here's another great resource. Thank you, Michelle. Yeah, Michelle had it. Mm -hmm. She was very sick and then she went on uh, ivermectin and got an IV. And so, yeah. See that. And that's, I feel like, the more experiences that people yeah. have, um, positive, you know, experiences, it just is empowering to help us know that there's options. And that's one thing Peter McCullough had said was um, the people that they're seeing come to the hospital and be admitted. Many of them are have not tr- tried anything. They haven't been given any information, like even on the vitamin front of what they could be doing at home, should you contract it, or even if you're exposed. So if you were at Christmas and somebody or New Year's and you knew somebody that ended up popping positive later, there are things you can do at home before you're ever in a serious state, like early treatments. Yeah. And I have had so many people, like since we've had COVID, I've mm-hmm. had so many people, they'll call me later. Oh, Deb, I'm so sorry. We're sick now. And I'm, and I don't get it. Oh, no, no. My husband doesn't Natural get it. Immunity. Natural I mean, immunity is amazing. I just actually heard Peter McCullough say on a podcast recently that they, they have yet to truly prove that their people can get reinfected twice mm-hmm. because and he, he said, I'm waiting for people to show me that that actually happens. So chances are you're not going to get it twice. I, he's the, the interviewer said, well, I've had somebody say they've had it twice. And he's like, did they like, we're trying to figure out if that's actually a real thing. Yeah. Because we, from studies they are doing natural immunity and T cell antibodies that people are getting blood tested for. If they've had COVID are long lasting. Yeah. And that's the beautiful part, that right? Beautiful because part. chances are, you know, we're, we're in the middle of this whole thing. And, and do you know what else is really funny? So I'll talk to my friend, Nikki who's on this video in the UK. And she's like, it's not even a, like, it's like not even a big deal. Like as far as in, in her community, because it's not political and I hate that it's yes. become that over yeah. here. It's, it's hard. And so, okay. So I did want to say something yes. else. Uh, I now go to a doctor. I've decided after all this has happened that I'm only going to go to a general practice doctor that prescribes ivermectin. I've decided I'm only going to, go to a general practitioner. So if you can pray and ask the Lord to lead you to a doctor, if there's someone in your town, but that is, that's my prerequisite now. Like, did you help people that were sick with COVID? Yes. That's my yes. thing. And so I, I found a great lady. She's amazing. You can message me if you're in Colorado and I can tell you all about her. Yes. And I think that's so great is mm-hmm. I think there are pockets specifically around the United States of in each state where there are people who um, doctors who very much care about make, helping their patients get better before they get serious. And so yes. finding those people that are willing to maybe go outside of the box a little bit. And so for the, for the help of their patients, cause that's what they want to do. That's what they're called to do. Right. So. Now we are going to talk about something very important in just a second. So don't leave just yet because there's something big that we do need to say. That's a big, big, big no, no. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But before we do, I realized you didn't even tell them about your, what you talk about the vitamins and the help. Oh yes. So um, if you're at home, And I was telling Deb, like one of the cool things as moms is we are often the purveyors of like illness in our home, right? We, we tell our kids to take vitamins. We make the doctor's appointments for our husbands, our kids, uh, (laughs) with my husband, if he gets sick and I don't give him the medicine, he's not going to take it, you know? So like, um, this very much a wise woman is going to prepare her home for any, for any illness. Right. Right. And so, um, we would never want you to be at a place where you get COVID and then you can't get the treatment you want. Right. That's why we're talking about getting the, even the, the prescriptions before. ahead of time, but you can also have so many other things on hand. And so some of the main things that helped me, um, 
when, when I had COVID is um, zinc and the recommendation for zinc would be uh, 50 milligrams daily. A lot of people say it upsets their tummy. And so you can actually, yeah, it does upset my yeah. stomach. Zinc yes. does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you can actually split that up throughout the day. So you can take either two 25 milligram doses, or you can, you know, split it up even more than that and take it more often throughout the day. Um, but you're going to want to take zinc with Qcertin and Qcertin is the, one of the components actually that's kind of part of an element of uh, hydroxychloroquine, which is why people have been taking it beforehand. And the whole point of uh, Qcertin is that it is a zinc ionophore. And so basically it helps draw the zinc into your cells to treat your cells with the zinc. And so you want to take those together. And so you're going to take 50 milligrams of zinc daily, and then you're going to take 500 milligrams, two to three times a day of Qcertin. And these are all things I got the money on Amazon prime, okay. or you can go to your local health food store and they're all there. Um, vitamin C, um, you can take <laughs> vitamin C is interesting because everybody has a different tolerance. And so really, if you're actively sick, you want to take it to bowel, bowel tolerance, which oh, means yeah. till you get to diarrhea, you know? Okay. Um, and the great thing about that is flushing out your bowels one time is actually really good when you're sick as well, because it gets rid of some of the toxins, mm. but, um, a, a baseline for people, if you're actively sick would be 10 grams of zinc split up throughout the day or not zinc, sorry, vitamin C split up throughout the day. Um, and then if you don't want to experience the bad symptoms of, of vitamin C, you can take um, lipospheric vitamin C. You can get that at health food stores too. It's more expensive, but it has a much better absorption rate and you won't get the bowel discomfort okay, from, love that. from vitamin C. And then vitamin D, obviously we are all, especially vitamin in the D winter. Is so important to you guys. Are, it's huge. It is, it's huge. And we are almost everyone. And it's in huge the if country. you're discouraged. Like if you're depressed, yes. take vitamin D. Yes. <laughs> you know, they've done, oh, there's a million huge. studies like on sitting that. Sitting in the sun. I yeah. mean, there's just, God gave yeah. us the sun for a reason. I feel like there's so many spiritual parallels there, but, um, we're all deficient in it, especially in the winter. So 40,000 to 50,000 IUs, which is the international units of vitamin D for five days. And then really- Is that the micrograms? Like I take one of those pills that's like the micrograms. I'm not sure because vitamin D is so weird. It's like yeah. I international units yeah. is the like recognized yeah. measurement, but yeah, it's delivered in different ways. Yeah. And really that's something- we should just be taking all the time on yeah, supplemental for basis because sure. we're just low. Same with vitamin C. We're just low in that. Um, NAC, which is in acetylcysteine, um, is really helpful. That's one of the main things that they figured out was really helpful for um, recovering from COVID or preventing COVID. Um, and the interesting thing is right after COVID became a thing that used to be something you could get over the counter. It is more difficult to get over what the counter. What is it? Uh, NAC, N-acetylcysteine. And so it's a supplement and it's been a supplement for years that you could buy over the counter. The FDA kind of removed the over-counter status. So I'm not sure. I got mine right when they, <laughs> I just have some in my cabinet because after, in general, if the FDA is going to ban something, I'm like, I wonder why it's been used for years. So I had some, um, but America's Frontline Doctors recommends 2,000 to 2,400 of NAC, of NAC okay. milligrams for one to two days, and then 1,000 to 1,200 daily for a week. NAC stands for what? N-acetylcysteine. NAC. And you can find this on Frontline Doctors. They're doctors yes. over there, right? Yes. They're, they'll tell you all this stuff. And we're hoping to put a little infographic yeah. together that we can post in the comments for just a reference point. Um, and then the other thing that would be really great for you to get on hand is to order a nebulizer. Yeah. And it's helpful for so many things. If you get a kid that has croup or whatever, like it's just a good thing for moms to have on hand is a nebulizer. And you can nebulize with a few different things. Um, Dr. Peter McCullough had said food grade hydrogen peroxide that you can get. Um, or if you're on the more crunchy side of things, I, <laughs> I use colloidal silver. Yeah. Um, 
both of those things are safe for you to nebulize and it helps. Um, it's a breathing treatment, right? So my, my parents used that when they had COVID um, and they actually, I believe they nebulized budesonide um, because of Dr. Peter McCullough's protocol that he talks about. So that would be something you might have to get through. Budesonide is like, okay. And he also was talking about rhinocort. This, rhinocort. So tell yes. us about that. So this he, is really interesting. Rhinocort so, is buzet, buzet, it's, I, I don't even know. This it's is a new lesser. Yes. It's a lesser um, potency of budesonide, which is a steroid, right? So you can go to the, to Walgreens and get rhinocort, which is a nasal spray. And he says that if you're exposed or say you even go to a large event, he said you, you should go home and you can use budesonide or um, he even said something called a betadine, which is something you can buy over the counter. It's similar to iodine. It's what they would use to like scrub pre for surgery because the, the virus will die pretty quickly with any disinfectant. And so he said, you can either do nasal rinse, rinses of diluted betadine, or you can use rhinocort in your nose um, to lessen the viral load. So you won't actually get sick. It's a great. And then gargle with Listerine and then gargle with Listerine. Yeah. Um, and he had said that that, you know, he had wished there had been more research than on that as opposed to like, it would be more preventative than wearing masks. Like there should be a protocol for people that go, it shouldn't be just wearing masks. It should be like going when you get home from large events or from being at the work day and you're exposed to doing these, these nasal rinses. And so, and if you have a neti pot, you could also do the same thing. I did neti pot with salt. Yeah. Neti salt. pot with salt. It'll clear it out. Neti pot with colloidal silver. Um, I had, my cousin just told me that she had done neti pot with hydrogen peroxide and it burned a lot. I so. bet it did. Oh my <laughs> so gosh. she was like, it burned for like a good 45 minutes. It wasn't, it's not harmful, but you would highly want to dilute it. You could still put it in there, but highly, highly dilute it. And the inside. nebulizer, if you get a prescription, you can get a prescription for steroids if you're having trouble breathing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And so, so having a nebulizer on hand, but then if you need getting that prescription for steroids, budesonoid, um, and budesonoid, that's one of, that's Peter McCullough's protocol that he really feel like the Lord gave him. He had a dream when mm. he was on call in the thick of COVID and he felt like the Lord gave him this protocol. And that was one of them. And you can even have budesonoid. You can request budesonoid for a loved one if they're on a ventilator. They in can the hospital? still get it. Mm -hmm. They can still get it. So. Okay. So we're going to talk about something. Wait, you still got Oh, more. I was going to say one more thing that they're finding with COVID is a, you know, people who have residual symptoms, um, people sometimes end up with blood clots. So like um, aspirin daily can be really mm -hmm. for a month after you have COVID, especially if you're in the elderly, you know, population um, can be really helpful to prevent blood clots. And then we kind of said like, if you, if you have the residual, you know, long, what they call long, long hauler, long hauler of COVID symptoms, um, they're actually finding that ivermectin, if you get ivermectin yeah. post-fact, mm -hmm. like you're recovered, you don't, you can, uh, it can help you recover some of those sensitive smells and taste, you know, if that's happening to you. And then um, I've heard people because, because COVID has some level of inf impact on the inflammation, right? Like it just causes inflammation in different parts of your body. So going on a low inflammatory diet or just recovering uh, from <laughs> long haul symptoms can be Something and the can, IV really does help. And too. the IV really does help. So yeah. So these are all things that you can have on hand so that the, at the first sign of weak sickness in your family, you can give them, you would give them, want to give them zinc and all that kind of stuff. Um wash your hands. Yes, obviously. Your that's hands. a no -brainer. I was gonna say on a on a mother's side, it's really hard to get kids to take like those things. And thankfully, we know that COVID does not really affect children that much. But um, there is Garden of Life cells powdered 
zinc capsules. So oh. if you wouldn't want to make your kids a smoothie, um, the Q-Certain I bought from, it's the Now brand that I got off of Amazon is also powdered. So as a mother tip, I just mix all that kind of stuff into a, the, the Garden of Life makes a powdered vitamin D pill. So I just pop the little capsule open and I just put it all in a smoothie to hide the taste That's so for good. my children because they're not going to And speaking of mother pills. stuff, so mm-hmm. when my kids were growing up, so my kids are like 28 and um, do not take Tylenol. Yes, oh, Tylenol. I didn't realize that, Michelle. Mm-hmm. Yes. Why? It's, um, it has to do with the glutathione depletion that depletes your body of, a, of essential amino acid so can, oh. that is that you need to recover. So you can take Motrin. You could take Motrin. Okay. Yeah, if you have a, a headache, you can take Motrin, but they're finding, yeah, Tylenol is not supposed, to, it's supposed okay. to be contraindicated. That's basically. good to know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want to share something with you guys. So this is why sometimes I think I feel like God gives us discernment as mothers, just like you're talking about if you're yes. a crunchy mom, like yeah. my kids are 28 and 25. And when they were little, they were giving polio vaccines that were liquid. Mm-hmm. And I remember reading on the somewhere in a magazine or an, or a book back in the day, pre-internet thing. (laughs) Do not give your children oral polio medication. Give them the shot instead. Interesting. And I did that. And do you know, they don't even give the oral polio anymore. Okay. So my doctor said they don't even give the oral polio because it it does. And you have a higher chance of getting polio from the oral vaccine. But I knew that because God told me and I was a crunchy mama, I guess I would be called a crunchy mama. And I would not let the doctor do the, the, the squirty kind of polio. We did the shot. Yes. And so use your, ask the Lord to speak to you about your children, uh, your family. Okay. Now the next thing, this is pretty big. Okay. Yes. And we both have. People in our life that we love dearly, you have someone really close to you. Yes. And I have people that I love dearly that know for a fact that this has been detrimental to them. Absolutely. So a lot of people go to the hospital when they have COVID because they're having trouble breathing and they give them this medicine called remdesivir. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, yeah, I mean, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I have. My mother-in-law has two friends that are my age that were put on that medicine and they died. Mm -hmm. One of my other friends, one of her parents was put on remdesivir and one of her parents was put on steroids and antibiotics. They both went to the same urgent care, got different doctors. The one on remdesivir died. Mm -hmm. I know someone else that their parents died on remdesivir and you have a personal experience with someone. Yes. Um, it's interesting because remdesivir was a failed Ebola drug that's been repurposed. And so they're still doing a lot of studies on it. Um, and what I heard one doctor say is they said that not everybody on remdesivir died, but everybody that is dying has typically been on remdesivir. And so somebody very, very close to me and my family was placed on that. And one of the main problems that they're finding with remdesivir is a side effect in at least 54, they're still trying to figure it out, but 54% of patients is um, organ failure, specifically kidneys. So what people are, their kidneys are shutting down and then they're basically, their lungs fill up with fluid um, and other organ systems are shutting down. So, and that is, um, and then of of course, you know, they're battling COVID already, but this is just another level on top of it. So, so like Deb said, we are not doctors, but we have firsthand seen People How many dear people? Like, yeah, like know. several people we several know. People. But now people in our little texting group, right? We're saying, okay, yes. 
to not get on remdesivir. But yes. I do know someone that the dad requested that the wife would not be on remdesivir and the hospital got mad. Yes. And they wouldn't yes. give, they wouldn't give her anything. And yes. she died. So that's, that's, and there's the other, other medicine that they is. can give them. And well, and I was telling Deb, we almost need another um, live about how to advocate for your loved ones um, in general with the medical community. Like how do you advocate if you have a loved one in the hospital with COVID or how do you advocate if you have a child in the hospital with anything? Because um, what we're finding, like I had a friend who recently went to the ER and he was told remdesivir is the only option. Like if we don't give you this, we can't give you anything, which is just not true. Like Dr. Peter McCullough has, he's actually, obviously he's one man, but he is called hospitals and convinced the doctors to try his poor protocol and brought people back from the brink of death, brought people back who've been on remdesivir, who are on literally given days left. You know, the, the doctor was saying the doctor who was treating this patient was like, come, you know, come say, you're going to, we're going to do a video call. You're going to say goodbye. And they, they finally got Dr. Peter McCullough to call, to call and try his protocol. And the woman was back home. And it was, what is his protocol again? His is the budesonoid. So if you go to budesonoid.com and we can post that. Budesonoid works. Budesonoid works. We're going to post all these links. And he has a whole thing. And he also has a whole section on his website about how to advocate and request alternate treatments to maybe what you're finding. Cause for whatever reason, we are bumping up against difficulty in the hospital and, and then uh, saying there's you know someone else. or maybe had some like for the attorneys. Yes. Yes. We had to get a patient advocate involved as well as some attorneys, some patient advocate attorneys um, to try to help a loved one come off of remdesivir, but also be given alternate um, choices for treatment because like Deb said, sometimes I'll pull them off and then they're like, there's nothing else we can do when there's absolutely treatment available. So the option isn't like remdesivir or nothing. The option is there's something other than remdesivir that is safer and more effective. Um, and so like Deb said, we both had a lot of people and, um, and now, there's a new remdesivir there is. There's I bet a new, it's a bad one. It's like bad too, but I don't know the name of that. It's an I don't have any experience with that. Or other. I don't have any experience with that. But yes. And try to go to a hospital. This is another thing you were saying about the hospital. Yes. Yeah, so one thing, like if you get to a point you are loved or your one, loved one, if yes. you have an elderly loved one. If if you're at the point where where you feel like you need to seek medical um care, which that could be because you have ordered a pulse oximeter, which I I had one of those. My doctor told me to have one, a little thing that goes on your finger to tell your oxygen level. Yes. To know your oxygen level. Now they're finding people with COVID can tolerate lower oxygen levels for some reason than other, like other diseases that you would obviously need to be admitted. They're finding you can tolerate lower oxygen levels for longer with COVID. But if you were to go to the, if you had a pulse oximeter and you ended up deciding you needed to go to the hospital, you really want to research what hospital you go to. So if you have choices, if you have choices, which is the hard thing because the loved one I had that developed COVID and decided to go to the hospital, they straight up on their website have a disclaimer that they will not treat you with certain things that you may want. Ivermectin, they won't do Ivermectin, they won't do HCQ, HCQ, and you'll find yourself in an uphill battle. Now, in theory, as patients, you have patient rights to request any reasonable treatment, which reasonable would be Ivermectin because it's been around for so many years, it's safe, and you would be doing it under the care of a physician. But 
people are finding difficulty. And, and my mom had a coworker who even um, called a hospital ahead of time locally here in Colorado and said, Hey, I, I don't want to be treated with remdesivir. Do you treat with ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine? And they said, yes, but we can't guarantee that's what you'll be on. He was put on remdesivir. He was ventilated. He came back from the brink of death. He thankfully he did survive, but it was a really long uphill battle for him because his, he had severe, um, he flatlined twice. Actually, they had to bring him back from flatline twice. And then he had severe kidney dysfunction that they had to, he had to recover from. So remdesivir is, um, I, I hear so many doctors speaking out against it who really have, have seen, um, the negative effects in their patients from it. So, and from our experience, like you said, there, this may just be coincidental, but we, I seem to think that we know too many people that are having negative, negative experiences with remdesivir. My own loved one had impaired kidney function from it as well. And so, um, and it took a, it was a fight to get this loved one off of it, but mm-hmm. yeah. So remdesivir, if you can avoid it or researching a hospital, um, you know, finding, finding a way to, um, to find a, a good place to get medical treatment. And that's often word of mouth is word of mouth asking, you know, where not to go, where to go and how to go about requesting reasonable treatment before you're in a place where you cannot. Yeah. And just it. ask on your local Facebook group. I mean, yes. you should do it now. Yeah. Like ask uh, for a good hospital near you ask for mm-hmm. uh, a doctor that prescribes ivermectin, mm-hmm. you know, start asking for these things. Uh, beforehand. Mm -hmm. And uh, let me see what um, Micah said. My husband had COVID last week and we did the infusion and the nebulizer with food grade hydrogen peroxide, iodine and saline water. We also take zinc C turmeric and it has anti, it's anti-inflammatory D zinc. He is fully recovered and will only really sick for three days. That's excellent. Yeah. That's awesome. And uh, uh, okay. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Okay. So Tyrone's, I don't understand the YouTube link there. Okay. Oh, watching on YouTube. Okay. Hi. So vitamin B17 therapy will destroy the malignant cell only 5%. Okay. I don't know what that's that is. true. Also with, um, so basically just the importance of IV therapy, IV therapy. Oh, good. You, okay. Even if you say you're in the hospital from, um, COVID one thing you can, you can request is you can request IV treatment there. Like even specifically, IV vitamin C and people have been brought back from sepsis. Wow. With, wow. With, um, there's some doctors that have done some huge research on vitamin C infusions for okay. severe illness. Okay. Jacqueline, hi from South Africa, Cape Town. I'm so glad to talk to you. Okay. So is that it? We need to pray. We do need to pray. And we then share the video with your friends if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. And um, I just, I know God is with us and we don't need to be afraid and you can trust him. Yes. And yeah. So and well, I want to say, cause I feel like in the end, right. God, he is the, he destines our days, right? Like he knows how long we're not going to prolong our lives. We're not going to shorten our lives by anything we do. He knows, but this is just the wisdom he's given us here for fullness of life. Right. Amen. And so we can't like, what is it's Matthew six that says, you can't add a day to your life by worrying. So there's no sense in worrying ahead of time, whether you're going to get COVID, whether your loved ones are going to get COVID, but rather empowering yourself with information to, you know, for when you do come up against it. Cause I truly believe, I mean, we know even the CDC and Pfizer and Moderna has said that the vaccine doesn't prevent. No, I know it a doesn't lot of people prevent, have had it after right. the, yeah. Well, they, their claim to fame isn't prevention. It's right. lesser symptoms. Yeah. So in theory, Everyone is going to get COVID. Yeah. Everyone is going to get COVID. Mm. Um, Natural immunity is great. So that's a positive yes, side. It is the positive side. And many people aren't like 
I mean, my husband, <laughs> I got it for 10 days. My husband got it for like three and it was just a bad cold, like yeah. not even a bad cold. He had it so like barely, so, you know, barely, yeah. um, which was great. It was a blessing for me because I was a really sick one and I needed him to like, you know, take care, take of, care you. of me and the children. Um, but everybody's going to get it. So instead of living in fear and dread Amen. and, um, oh, and you know what else I would say is I always recommend this. Now, this is the bad thing about COVID is you can't really do this, I guess. Maybe you have some cool like elders that are not afraid of COVID, but right? <laughs> the word says, if any of you is sick, let yes. him call on the elders of the church and be anointed with oil and the prayer offered in faith will make that person well. So maybe yes. you could call the elders at your church, right? Right. Well, FaceTime them if they can't come out. Right. Like there's I have friends, technology yeah. is so great. Technology is so great. But the yeah. elders are a big deal to God. Yes. I mean, he says it in his words. So call the elders and have them pray for you or your loved one. Mm-hmm. I think that's well, and important. I feel like it's really important because for some reason, like I think before this all happened, if we knew somebody in our group who had the flu, who had whatever, your the body is so quick to step in and take care of that sick person. Jesus was quick to step in and touch the lepers. And so we as the body of Christ can't live in like that's one of the sad things for me is hopefully we can get past this fear so the body can do their job right of encouraging, providing a meal and loving on people who are sick with, with COVID and not being afraid that you're going to catch it and die. And like you said, like, that's such a huge part of what, what, God, what is that? What is the, what, and what is the, re, the recovery rate is huge. It's huge. It's great. It's huge. The recovery rate is great yes. from COVID. Now wait, I want to see this. So Nicole says, currently I have COVID my husband and my mom. I ordered ivermectin from alldaychemist.com and had them on hand before we got sick. It takes about a month to receive. Yes. All right. Well, I, it sounds like you're doing okay. I'm really glad, Nicole. I, I love you, Nicole. She's been with us for a long time. Okay, yeah. well, let's pray. Let's pray. Why don't you start? All right, I would love to. Heavenly Father, Lord, I take such comfort in the fact that you know everything. You know everything about how COVID works. You know everything about how our bodies are designed. And Lord, you have given us, I truly believe, everything we need for life and godliness here on this earth, whether it's through this prescription drugs or through um, just your natural remedies of vitamins and minerals that you have gifted us with in, in your creation. And so, Lord, I ask right now that you would give us each wisdom as moms and the purveyors of health within our families often, Lord, that you would give us great wisdom on what to have them hand in case we encounter COVID or any other illness. And Lord, that we would be able to share that with our kids, with our husbands, with our parents, Lord, with the community around us. I pray that we would be um, just sources of health for other people. Lord, I pray against the spirit of fear that seems to have come over this yeah. country over an illness. Yeah. With, I believe it's a 99.9% yeah. recovery rate, especially for younger yeah. uh, individuals. Lord, I pray that you would continue to speak truth into that, Lord, and that you would take this blanket of the spirit of fear off of us, Lord, and that you would help us to think with a sound mind because, Lord, you say we yeah. have not received a spirit yep. of fear, but we have one of power to feel empowered to know what to do, one of love to love each other well, to love the body well, and to not be afraid of getting sick from our neighbors, Lord, and also yeah. the oh. spirit of a sound yeah. mind that tells us that we can have, we don't have to live in hysteria, we don't have to live in confusion. Lord, but you've given us a spirit of a sound mind to encounter this and, and face it head on, Lord. And we are trusting, Lord, that this podcast would go out as an informational yeah. uh, goldmine for people who yeah. just don't know what to do, Lord. I feel like I, re- I see in groups I'm in on Facebook, people yeah. who are just, they just don't know what to do. And then when they get so sick, they feel so helpless. Yeah. And so, Lord, I pray that yeah. this would 
um, just help whoever needs to hear it, Lord, that it would be um, a resource for them. And Lord, we do pray that you would just continue to bring truth to life. Yes, Jesus, bring truth. The information wouldn't be censored. Yep. That's meant to help people, Lord, that things that in the past have, have been uh, something we would talk about all the time would be vitamin yep. C for illness, Lord. But yep. Lord, that uh, those things would not be hidden um, from people that you would just continue to bring truth and peace yep. because of truth um, yep. in this situation and in this pandemic. And Lord, I thank you for every person watching this video and who's going to watch the video or listen to the podcast. I pray complete healing over them. I ask for miracles for these friends or their family members, loved ones. I ask for miracles. God, you can heal. You heal. You are the healer. So Jesus, we ask for you to heal Nicole, heal her family. Uh, Anyone else that has COVID that's watching this video or loved ones, God, heal them. Mm -hmm. Lord, get people off the respirators. Get them completely healed. Uh, God, I do pray for all of us to be wise women who build our houses, God, that we would be women who are informed and that we do what you're calling us to do, that we follow you with faith and not fear. Lord, we do ask for that spirit of fear to leave us, leave all the moms in our ministry and the families in Jesus name. And God, the spirit of isolation, you must go in Jesus name. And God, I pray that um, that you would uh, protect us all from evil. God, help us to love one another deeply. Help people who are sick right now not to feel like they're uh, they're ashamed because they have it. Yes. God, I pray that you would help them to know that on this side of heaven, we get sick mm-hmm. and uh, there's nothing to be ashamed of. And God, we just ask for truth to come out in our nation. Truth, truth, mm-hmm. truth. And that you would stop this evil a deceptive lying spirit in our nation and that you would get sound wisdom from doctors like Peter McCullough and people that have put their, their whole professional careers on the line, like Simone gold. Mm -hmm. And God, I pray for every person watching this video that you would give them good care, good doctors. They would find a great hospital if they ever need to go. I hope they don't have to go. I hope they could just go to the urgent care God or call one of these other places. But God, I pray that you would have your hand on them. And Lord, that they would know what to do at every moment. And Lord, just like Jamie and I say, we're not doctors, that they would find doctors that are good, that they would find doctors that know what they're doing. God, we're just giving from personal experience. We're not doctors, but I pray that you would give these people watching a miracle of doctors in their area that they can go to or in another state or whatever they need to do or a hospital that is a good hospital that gives good treatment, that cares about the patients getting well. And God, stop this evil in our nation for desiring money. Mm. And Lord, please return it to the Hippocratic Oath, the the making people well, because it is the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. So God, we ask for protection for everyone here and all of our loved ones and for wisdom. And Lord, we love you, love you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right, guys, thanks for watching. And uh, thank you, Phibia, Nicole, and Michelle, and Micah, Tyrone. Thank you for being here in April. Jacqueline, and uh, uh, let's see who's okay, Nikki. There we go. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. We love you. We do. And we'll see you. I'll see you uh, next week for Mentoring Monday. Okay. Goodbye. (laughs) Don't forget to listen to the podcast. If you follow along with Help Club, please get the Wise Woman Grows Bible Study because we're starting that January. 
uh, 31st and go to the Help Cliff for Moms podcast for our devotions. And we have some amazing stuff coming up next week, teaching you how to hear from God more clearly. We have got the best of the best. These women at Help Club, they know how to help. And we have this whole series coming out next week. You're not going to want to miss it. Okay. We love you. Thank you for watching. Goodbye.